Hey y'all, welcome to the Boss Gang. Here at Boss Talk with Bree, we cultivate and create safe spaces for African-American kings and queens to have those hard and silent conversations we tend to avoid and motivate and encourage each other to be our best and authentic self. Welcome. And it's something that's so important for women to have within each other because sometimes we just need that. You know, sometimes men can't understand the things that we're going through. And you need a woman, a backbone, a best friend, a sister, a soror to rely on. And it's just very important. It's something that I don't think I could live without or any woman, period. <laughs> With Sam, boss gang, y'all out there staying safe because honey is a snowy mess in these streets. And I really do hope y'all are staying safe. Mother Nature said, stop playing with her. And God said she was sick of y'all complaining about this weather. So, boom, here we are. Um, but no, I, I hope you all had a wonderful week. And I'm so excited to be back here again with you talking boss talk with me. Alrighty, so... Let's get into some world news before we get started with our episode. Back again at number one, we have Miss Ari Fletcher, honey. So last week, um, she was just saying how she did not care about domestic violence victims. No one cares. But this week, sis seems to be singing a different tune, honey. My girl said that she is now um, looking to give donations to domestic violence organizations as well as shelters. You know, I'm not mad at her for donating because those places do need that. But I want to know where that energy is. Like the same energy that you use to tell people that you did not care. Use that same energy to apologize. Like it's, it's so simple. Like money does not fix all that you say is wrong. You know, like money, money is not a fixer of problems. You know, money is just what we need to shit. Money is another problem. Like, and we're not going to talk about that, but it don't fix no damn problems either. Um, and if it does, that's real like shallow, um, or, you know, whatever, if that's what you value, let me not call you shallow. If that's what you value, that's absolutely fine. However, that value will run out. Let's, let's, let's say that. So yes, we wish Ari the best, um, in this situation, but, um, yeah, that was, that was pretty messed up, Miss Girl. Anyway, secondly, Happy Founders Day to some of the ladies of the D9. On January 13th, we had the ladies of Delta Sigma Theta to celebrate their Founders Day. On January 15th, we had the ladies of Alpha Kappa Alpha celebrate their Founders Day. And on January 16th, 1920, I'm sorry. Um, no, well, on January 16th, um, we had the ladies of Zeta. Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated celebrate their 102nd Founders Day. So, EI Key to all my sororers, I hope you all are still turning up. 
because MLK would have wanted us to. And that's on Pearl and them. All right. Lastly of my world news, Mercury is in the microwave. Mercury is in microbraids. But not for Mercury is in the in retrograde, um, which means that just communication, a lot of communication can be messed up at this time. So Mercury is ruler of our third house, which is communication. And a retrograde is basically like a planet um, not moving forward, it's moving backwards. Or the Earth is going a different way of that planet. Um, so it's now Mercury retrograde. And during this time, again, a lot of communication can like be messed up. And not like messed up to the point like of no return, like just glitches and stuff like that. Like I remember one mercury retrograde um i accidentally like blocked my co-worker and i didn't know till like she emailed me it's like hey like i've been trying to call you and it's a co-worker like i'm cool with like it wasn't a co-worker i was really trying to dodge it was a co-worker um i was cool with so like you know just little stuff like that you know could happen so to ensure you some ease of this mercury retrograde i have some tips that can help you during this time. Again, Mercury retrograde is from January 14th to February 3rd right now. And it is best that you back up your phone and devices, you know, just in case, because we're talking about communication, there could always be a glitch. Get your car serviced and be careful of accidents. Especially like during this weather, you got this weather happening, you got the retrograde, like it's just a lot. Be careful of accidents and get your car serviced because a lot of us have smart cars where they have sensors and stuff like that and they can go out at this time. Um, thirdly, be careful of old exes and friendships coming back. You know, some of us may not have cleared up some communication or some communication wasn't cleared up on our end and some people going to try to come back and you tell their ass, Hell no, not during this retrograde. Nah, um, I, I can't tell you what to do, but no, for real. Um, They may come back, but just make sure that you all communicate. Like, communicate what it is that you didn't or um, that you want to and go from there. Um, Next, we need to cleanse our home. Like, cleanse our home, cleanse their energy, um, get whatever like confusing energy out because Mercury retrograde can be confusing anyway. So just like cleansing our home as well as finding creative hobbies during this time. Next, we need to double check all contracts. Like some people even say like you don't supposed to sign a contract during Mercury retrograde. Um, I'm not going to advise that. I just say like read the fine print top to bottom. If you need a magnifying glass, get that motherfucker because anything could happen during this time under communication. So definitely do that. Next, speak positive affirmations over your life. Open up that throat chakra, honey. Now this is something that we... Um, should make a habit, a habit. I can't talk today. Now, I'm, y'all, just side note, this will be like my fourth time recording this episode because I seem to can't talk. 
I think it's this retrograde. Child, I'm not redoing this. So y'all getting me raw, uncut, all that. <laughs> Words say it wrong right now. I'll look. Because this retrograde will not get the best of me. All right, anyway. um, Yes, open up your throat chakra. Um, Let go of what no longer serves you. Like, during this time, if you choose to let go of something, it's a high possibility that it's not coming back. Like, because um, the the shadows have been lifted. Um, your eyes are clear. Let it go. Let go of what no longer serves you. And lastly... But not the least important, be patient with yourself and in life. You know, like, um, life is a journey, guys. Like, it's not so much about the destination. It's so much of the journey. And you have to be patient. You know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Um, and, like, we just, we can't become our highest self or our best self overnight or where we want to be overnight. Trust me, I didn't try, honey. Like, I don't, I just, I don't, I don't know any magic that'll, um, allow that. Not right now. If I do, I will definitely let you know. But until then, be patient with yourself and in life. All right, so let's get into it. So y'all know, you know, before we start an episode, we are lighting our purple candle to speak truth to power. And... We are lighting a white candle for protection and clarity. Alrighty. So, um, as you all know, we usually start our episode with a quote. However, this um, episode, I would like to start it um, with an answer to a question that I asked. So, I asked all... Um, not all, but some of my sorors, ladies of AKA and ladies of Delta to just define sisterhood um, to them and why it's important to them. So um, this definition comes from my sis, Bianca Jackson. Hey, B girl, my favorite Florida girl. Um, so she says, sisterhood is being my sister, being someone I can count on and vice versa. A relationship where we know what they're saying without saying it. We may fuss and fight and I'll probably steal your clothes, but I'm always there for you. I don't play about my sisters. When it's time to roll, it's time to roll. It's important to me because as an only child, I had to create my sisters. So if I call you sis, I truly mean it. Baby, that was written so eloquently. I could not have said it better myself. And I can say um, I have a lot of the same sentiments, although I do um, have sisters. However, um, growing up, I did not know them. Um, and maybe I'll make an episode. Oh, yes, we can have an episode of this. Um, but I didn't meet my sisters until I was 22 turning 23. So Zeta was literally um, the first gateway to me knowing how to be a sister or even having sisters um again I didn't I didn't know my sisters until I was 22 turning three I crossed Zeta at 20 so I had a good two years to learn like you know what it is um to be a sister so again thank you B for that it was just so well put 
Alrighty, so um, just again, me asking around just what sisterhood meant to a lot of us in sororities, from the responses, I gathered three points that we will talk about during this time. So the first one is sisterhood is your tribe, your own personal tribe. Second, sisterhood is having unconditional love for your sister. And thirdly, sisterhood is about creating a safe space for one another. All right, so let's expand on our first point. Sisterhood is a tribe. So if you don't know, now you know you need a tribe in your life. Whether it's a spiritual tribe, a sisterhood tribe, a brotherhood tribe, like you need a tribe in your life. A tribe that you can create for yourself. So like when when writing this, um, and I thought about tribe, I automatically thought about the Dora Milaje, right? Like, yes, um, they're characters of the Black Panther. However, they were based on um, a true story, a true tribe. So, um, but of course, their uh, main purpose was to protect the throne. However, within that, they had to create trust within each other because essentially, like, each other's lives were in each other's hands. Like, everybody was responsible for themselves, but as well as the next woman, you know? Um, and within that trust came a sisterhood or a sisterhood had to be created. Um, because like when one fought, they all fought. And when one died, like they rolled hard for sister girl. And when it came time to honor her, they did it in the utmost respect and sent her home honorably like that's real tribe shit y'all like that's real tribe shit and that's a sisterhood like i stated um last episode or a couple episodes back you know we are essentially responsible for creating happiness in our lives and sometimes that means placing people with the same values or similar values around us because that is what keep a friendship or just the foundation of a friendship your values so you know having that tribe of support like that that gives you just a different sense of security you know like yes we do have our family and and sometimes some of us don't have our families to have that relationship with because they don't have the capacity to give that to us. So some of us literally have to create this tribe and some of us are choosing to, you know, but regardless, you know, we need that support. We are human. We long for a connection and we long to connect with people who value the same as us. And sometimes, you know, just because we value a certain organization, you know, we come into contact with each other. But I can say sometimes because, because you come into contact because of one value don't mean that you share the rest of the values together or the most important values. So, um, so yeah, like it's important to have that tribe because life be life in man, like life really do be life in and you need somebody to 
let you know, like, bro, it's going to be all right. Like, you got me or I'm here to talk or, you know, just when you're going through stuff, have that support to where you're not out here alone. Because feeling alone is one of the worst feelings. Like, it's one of the worst feelings. I do not wish that on anyone. But a lot of us do, you know. So, we have to break out that shell and do so. But, yes, building a tribe is just so important. And, like, speaking of, of tribe, like, I want to share my dream, like, with you all. So, um, if you all don't know, you will over the next episodes or, you know, just podcast. Um, I'm a very spiritual person. And I, it's not something that I brag about. Um, it's something that I humbly accept. And I'm grateful. Like, I'm just, <sighs> some of some of the spiritual um, gifts that I have or am working on, like, I'm, I remain grateful and humble because it didn't have to be me. But anyway, you know, um, so I had this dream. And, like, we were in a warehouse. And I say we, it was, like, all black women. And the outfits were like a crossover of the Dora Milaje and Beyonce's 50th Super Bowl performance. So like we had like the bullets as an ex, but we also had like the staff. Like we was fly, y'all. We was looking fly. <laughs> but in the dream, I remember just standing there like, where am I and what am I doing? But like we were training for something. I don't know what for. But anyway, so... Um, something happened, of course, and like, you know, an argument broke out, but before it could like, you know, get juicy or get to it, like my therapist came out of nowhere and she was like, hold up, wait a minute, uh-uh, what y'all ain't about to do is tear down another black woman. It's, it's a right way to, to do this and correct her. So, um, I, that's when I then like remember speaking up, like, but Dr. North said, like, she was wrong, but like the dream had went off. So of course, you know, when I went to therapy that week, I told my therapist, I'm like, girl, I done had a dream about you. You done <laughs> told us all about ourselves or whatever. But you know, she said, she laughed and, um, she thought it was very interesting, um, because that is one of her values. Like she do value sisterhood, um, and she definitely sees the importance of it. So she is going to teach, you know, not to bring another sister down just because y'all having a, a disagreement, you know. So, yeah, and I'm really, really excited to see how this dream plays out on this plane. Because y'all, for real, for real, regardless of the dream, whether it's like chaotic or not, it comes into fruition. Um, and I might just have to have an episode on that. Um, but yeah, like I've, I've had some crazy dreams. I done dreamed about Trump before and the shit just came to fruition. So I am excited to see, um, just where that dream goes because yes, bitch, like the Dora Milaje mixed with Beyonce outfits, bitch, you can't tell me shit for real, for real. You can't tell me now. And I just dreamed it. So imagine when I see it, all them black women, oh my God, y'all might just pass out in there. If I see it, I might just pass out. Y'all gonna be waving, waving over me. Girl, like, girl, get up. Stop being so dramatic. <laughs> all right, so moving on to our second point, unconditional love. So y'all, when I first moved to a and um, my mom, she told me, to have a friend, Bria, you have to be a friend. That's the only way you're gonna 
um, just, you know, get friends. And I interchanged that, you know, with sister. Like, you know, to have a sister, you have to be a sister. And I think that unconditional love is like, it's really tricky because we as humans can be conditioned. But I have seen where we are capable of unconditional love. You know, regardless of what happens with some of our family members, we're going to love them regardless. You know, whatever happens with that, <laughs> um, I'm not going to say the N-word on here, y'all. I'm trying to be better. Um, but, you know, whatever happened with that man, you know, I forgave him. So I'm unconditionally loving him. And, y'all, what grinds my gears is when a woman will willingly put up with the relationship ups and down with the man, but will cut her friend girl off the first argument or the first issue. Like, or just, you know, the amount of time of, you know, I guess dismay was not, is not equivalent to another time of when you had a previous relationship or a different relationship. Like you'll let them get a pass, but you hold this woman accountable for every action that, that she do to you. How fair is that? Y'all, that grinds my gears so bad because it's like, number one, why are we putting a man's love over your sister? Regardless of if it's blood or not, why are we doing that? And then it's a relationship regardless of if you're having sex with this person or not. Um, it's a relationship, both our relationships. So what makes this relationship better or the, the relationship you have with your man, what makes that better when he's, you know, when y'all went through the ups and downs, why can't you go through that with your sister? Why she got to be perfect to you and he don't have to be? Hmm? Riddle me that. So, like, in, in that instance, you have a case of unconditional love and conditioned love. Don't let your love be conditional because this your sister or this a friend, you know, like regardless, if you're going to love, love unconditionally, that goes with yourself and the people that you have around you love unconditionally. And like, this brings me to another story. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it's not similar, but it kind of is like it aligned, but whatever, we're just going to get into it. So when I was, um, in college, I think it was after, um, it had to be 2014 because I came into Zeta 2013. So yes. So my best friend and my last sister, like ever since, you know, we had, um, came through Zeta, like we were close, like just close. Um, so we came back and I had found me, I didn't really find, but I had this little boo situation. That's a whole nother episode. Anyway, um, so yeah, I had a little boo or whatever, and I had literally like just went ghost on my line sisters. Like I would just spend so much time with him, you know, I just really um didn't care. Or not I'm not gonna say I didn't care. Let me not say that Lord sound like Ari. <laughs> um I didn't I guess know the importance or know that me going ghost would affect anything but I remember my um my best friend calling me y'all she called and cursed me out so bad 
Um, but one thing I remember her saying is like, that's not sisterly of you. And in that moment, um, I learned some of what it was to be a sister because no, like that's not right. Like I don't literally spend how many months with these people and, or years, you know, getting to know these people, stuff like that. And then I meet this man or I get intimate with this man cause I've been new. I get intimate with this man and I just cut y'all off. Like that's not fair and that's not right. You know, so she had to teach me, like, hey, like, it don't matter who you get, what you get. Like, we need to be around or our relationship can't take a severance because you created a new one. So, at the time, <laughs> um, I brought them around him or my other set of friends because he was a part of another set of friend group. So, I just mixed the friend group. Um, and it, it worked out, um, for that time, you know, that was my compromise. I was young. So that was the only way I knew how to compromise at the time, you know, going back, honestly, I was even a fool to be in that damn relationship, but <laughs> another episode, honey. So going back to unconditional love, like unconditional love is loving your sister, regardless of the fact it don't matter. I'm going to love you regardless. And we're going to work it out. Because relationships go through the ups and downs. You're learning each other. You're growing together. You're growing through. So, yes. Loving regardless. Okay. So, our last point of sisterhood. Sisterhood creates a safe space. And y'all, like, Safe spaces are so important, especially for African-Americans. I'm not even going to put a gender on it because there's no safe space for us in this damn world if we don't create it. So, like, safe spaces are so important. But, um, yes, so um, safe space in sisterhood, it just allows you to be your true, authentic self with no judgment, no hate, no projection, child, nothing. It's you being you regardless of the fact. And again, I say that's so important because we can't do that. Like, we can't do that in the world. Like, they always projecting of what we should be and what we should have and how we should do it, how we should have it. Like, we, we don't have that safe space for us to just be us. So... It's important for your sisterhood to be that. Like, you know, a space where you could just be vulnerable, heard, and understood without any fear, no shame. Now, like, that's truly a safe space. And it's truly what we all need. So do not, do not um, deprive yourself of a safe space. That's number one. But, um... In this safe space, like, you have to be vulnerable um, in order to truly be receptive. Like, vulnerable, but, like, the safe space is what creates that vulnerability, right? Because no one can really be receptive in a space where there's, like, mistrust and judgment. Like, no one, no one, no one can work under these conditions, okay? <laughs> so, 
And this safe space is where the most beautiful conversations and actions happen. Like this is where you correct, you motivate, you you push, you allow yourself to, you know, be angry and let others see it or be vulnerable and let others see it. That is where that happens in that safe space. Um, and, you know, someone, a sister, in one of her definitions said, you know, a sister is having someone there to correct you when you need be. And that's absolutely right. But we have to know that you're correcting out of love, you know, not correcting out of hate, correcting out of judgment or projection, you know, correcting out of love. And I can say, um, I personally, you know, have some people, and we're going to get into this in this, but have some people that I do, um, call sister, but I don't allow myself to be vulnerable of certain situations because I am afraid of what will happen. I don't know if I'm afraid of that. They will judge me or that I'm judging myself, but I'm, I'm also afraid that the correction that they give me will not be the way I need it. Not saying that um, I don't need it, but it's a certain way that I may need it. So that's, you know, this is just something that I have to work on. But again, like the world just doesn't allow safe spaces for African-Americans, period. So we have to create that. Everyone in your tribe won't be a safe space for everything. You know, like, um, that's just like if um, I'm... Let's say I'm a clubby person, which I'm not, but um, I love going to the club. But I have a best friend that hates the club. Don't understand it. Just, uh, why do you do that? So I wouldn't necessarily talk to her about a man I met in the club or vent to her about a man I met in the club because she don't understand. Now, moving on to in real life, City Girls taught me rule number one. Never ever fall in love with some dick that you meet up in the club. Okay? So, that that won't be me. <laughs> but then again, y'all, I don't club anyway. It ain't even because no city girl shit. But I really don't club. Um, and that was not the best example, but it's it's what I it's what I thought of. Um but just know, like, everybody play different roles within your life. Every It's like a, a team. This is how my therapist put it to me, right? It's like a basketball team, like, or football. Like, on each team, everybody have to have a different position or you're not going to get to the goal. So your spirit, your tribe, I keep on saying the spiritual tribe. Your tribe is literally your team. So people are going to play different positions on that team. You know, not saying that everybody can't be a safe space for everything, but that might not be their position to be that safe space for what you're going through at that time. So, yeah, like, get in a habit of having that safe space, but also knowing who hosts and fosters what safe space because you might can't go to one of your friends and need a safe space for a conversation because they might not be healed or it might be triggering for them and I can say like this is um an honest example so um as you all know 
or may not know, I lost my dad um, back in 2019. No, 2020. Let me, I killed him early, Lord. Um, no, it was 2020. Lord, we in 2022. Yeah, it was 2020. Um, so I have a really hard time being vulnerable about my grief to others that have not lost their dad um, or a parent in general. So sometimes I do find myself not opening up about my sadness and my grief to one friend. But to another friend, I just, like, let it all out. And I think it's because um, just having someone that understands. But even within that, I am also careful about how and when I let it out. And if the person that I'm letting it out to is okay to receiving it because they're going through their own grief. And I don't want to trigger them or just make it unbearable, you know. So... Yes, that's that's a perfect example. Leave out the club one, but um, but that was a good one though, y'all. Don't 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 be like that. But but um, yeah. So like when it comes to my grief, I know that I can sometimes um, pick and choose my safe space because the grieving process is just it's really hard. Is when I'm at my most vulnerable because my daddy was such um. He's such a sensitive topic and subject to me. So um, I know for a fact that I do that. So it's perfectly okay that within a, a safe space, you have certain people to go to about certain safe spaces. It's perfectly fine, guys. Y'all, something that, um, you know, while writing this episode that I came up with, like, don't let anyone tell you that, you don't deserve a safe space because literally safe spaces are our emotional rights. Like they really are. However, you are responsible for creating and giving it, you know, a relationship is give and take. And sometimes I say it's, it could be 50, 50. Sometimes it might be 80, 20, you know, depending on the day and the time and what you're going through. Um, but you, you know, we all always want to strive for 50, 50. But when it comes to safe spaces, you have to be a safe space for someone in order to have that safe space. People just don't be going around here giving safe spaces, honey. I know I don't because you you go into a whole different thing because you got energies and are they lying? Are they telling the truth? Like, so in order to eliminate that, be a safe space for your friends and don't just be opening yourself up to other people to be a safe space because you don't know them. Okay. All right. So we have came to the end of the episode and I'm just so happy and excited to have gotten through this y'all because I'm telling you this retrograde was kicking my ass with this episode. <laughs> um, but to just get this out, like sisterhood is just so important to me. It's so, so, so important. And I'm excited to share that with you all and get your wheels thinking and, and, and get them turning, you know. So I'm going to end with a quote, a recap, as well as um, just 
some words of sisterhood from one of my neos and my little sister Bree, who just spoke so eloquently on the matter. But anyway, so I'm gonna leave you with this quote. I think that black sisterhood could very well be the key to black unity. African American women have the rock, have been the rock of the race. Having nothing but love between us is like the key to the whole community really coming together in love. We should all love each other for who we are because that's when we as a community starts thriving. And that comes from Vivian Green. All right, so when it comes to sisterhood, guys, just know um, you have to create your tribe. Within that tribe, you have to love unconditionally. And while you're loving unconditionally, have a safe space. Be and create that safe space. So, your ending thoughts, I want you to think about, like, who is in your tribe? And have you told them that you appreciated them lately? Hmm. Right? <laughs> so, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to all the sororers, to all my D9 sisters that um, answered the call when I, when I did, and it is greatly appreciated. <laughs> In my opinion, having a strong bond with other women who go through the same or similar hardships helps us overcome any adversity we may face. And that is why sisterhood is so important to me. Sisterhood is so much deeper than just a regular friendship or relationship. I feel like calling someone your sister means you're willing to show up when they call and lend an ear or a helping hand. As women, we're sometimes put against one another by outside forces, and it's such a beautiful thing to see how we overcome that negativity and succeed in the many aspects of life. Sisterhood is all about supporting other women in our tribe and shining together, and I couldn't ask for a better sisterhood than what I have right now. All right, boss gang. Unfortunately, we have came to the end of this episode, but we just wanted to show appreciation and gratitude for you being here. Don't forget to do your homework. And we're going to see you back here, same time, same place, next week. Tell a boss to tell a boss, tell a friend to tell a friend that your homegirl, Bree, is back with the podcast. Boss Talk with Bree. See y'all.